0: And local every weekday with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good, good day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Good day from morning till night. Good day, Grand
1: Valley. Good morning, good friend. It's 710 after the uh, hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We are up and running for our Swing and Soiree, a two-hour tour today. It's a Wednesday. The Legislative Watchdogs will be in here at uh, 9 o'clock. Bob Slider behind the board. I'm Howard Monroe. Phone lines are open at 304 304- 232 8255, the Frio Stack Auction Service phone lines, and the Frio Stack Auction Service text line is up and running for you as well. 304 214 1600. Your input anywhere along the way is welcome. Most of the time, it's welcome. Depends on what you have to say. But I will share with the audience most of, um, of what you have to do. 40 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 35. At the Highlands, 33 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 37 here at the Robinson Autograph Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. So, Mr. Slider, it's a cool morning this morning for sure.
2: Yeah, a uh, little surprised how chilly it was, Howard. In fact, if I would have known how chilly it was, I think I would have uh, started the Jeep up a little bit, but I, I, I didn't. I... Yesterday spoiled me, I guess. It wasn't 66 like it was uh, yesterday. <laughs> Temperature is changing.
1: The car didn't have any uh, frost on it, but it had uh, dew on the windshield. It had to take, um, yeah. not, take an extra 10 seconds, but still was an extra 10 seconds to kind of get things cleaned off. It's going to be a mostly sunny day, though. Daytime high around 65 or so, so it's going to be a nice day before the day is over and done with. Some rain is likely tomorrow and then over the next couple of days and a sunny weekend as well. Adam Fike will be in. In just a bit to uh, talk to us about the forecast in depth and in detail. Bob, we started yesterday with the uh, sad news of the passing of Jim Frio Sr., our friend Jim Frio's dad. Uh, This morning I want to take note of the passing of uh, Mayor Elliott's father. Ah. Uh, Dr. Glenn Elliott Sr. passed away uh, yesterday uh, at the age of 79. So he is the mayor of Glenn Elliott and that family. And uh, condolences to the mayor. Condolences to uh, all of the family of Doctor Elliot uh, Senior, Glenn Elliot Senior, who passed away. Um, so uh, two days in a row, I do not want to have a open third up one. the show. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to have a third one on that. But I did want to take a moment to take note of that, and again, offer condolences to uh, to the mayor and to um, and to his entire family. Well, what do we got today? Big news. And then some holiday fun. We're going to really kind of shift gears immensely from hour number one to hour number two. Starting off with Ohio, giving two thumbs up to the big statewide issues, abortion and marijuana. Within Council okays the ban on public camping directed at the homeless. Biden administration says the media, that's us, gives unfair coverage of the poll results to those that are against him. Possible settlement reach in the Southern Regional Jail Suit in West Virginia. And then at 8 o'clock, we switch gears completely. Take all that new stuff, throw it away, and instead, jolly old St. Nicholas coming in, Ohio Valley Santa Claus drops by to talk just as he gets ready to prepare for his busy season. As he prepares to uh, flip the switch at Ogilby tomorrow and uh, the, the winter on the plaza in downtown Wheeling and getting the, the elves and the toys all prepared. And. All that sort of stuff. So um, we'll be talking with the Ohio Valley Santa Claus coming up in the next hour of the show. Um, no, I'm not going to ask you to call in and give him your uh, wish list. No, no. he, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, in my mind, he doesn't really officially start Santa work until tomorrow. So, you know, you can't sit on his lap and
2: offer. I'm going to be nice to him, though. I'm, um, I'm not going to take any chances, Howard.
1: I may offer him what I'd like to have, you know. I mean, just in a very prior, private, quiet time, just say, oh, by the way, Santa Claus, for Christmas this year, I want and to share some of my wish list with him. But we're not going to, so I don't want you, you're welcome to text in any unusual questions you may have for Santa Claus in the 8 o'clock hour. This isn't letters to Santa Claus. This is, but this is not letters to Santa Claus. We will do that. We will have letters to Santa Claus. You know, one of the reasons when we do letters to Santa Claus, we have to use the uh, T-94 line. T-1 line isn't good enough. It's a T-94 duper fiber optic line that goes to the North Pole is because by the time we get to letters to Santa Claus, Santa is super, super busy. I was able to ask Santa to come here in studio today only because... We're just before his busy season. I
2: don't know if you ever noticed this, Howard. It seemed like the closer you get to Christmas, it's like Santa and his elves get a little more on the giddy side, at least on our connection.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Letters to Santa Claus, Why the more that show goes along, the the happier they all seem to get.
3: (laughs) Really, really happy.
1: But so when Santa is, uh, when we do Letters to Santa, we have to use the uh, fiber optic T ninety four line because he still is in the North Pole. He's supervising things from the big chair then, uh, but I got him to come in here today because he is. This is the day right before he begins getting busy. Christmas parade coming up next weekend. I said the Festival of Lights starts tomorrow night. Winter on the Plaza is coming up. Everywhere around the upper Ohio Valley, there will be all kinds of Christmassy events getting started. So I wanted to get in here. I I know I've said this several times.
2: I really want to ask him, because I don't... What does Santa Claus do in the off-season? He plays golf, Howard. He goes to the beach. He, you know, relaxes. He rests up. That's one of of the images I had. That's a little antiquing, you know? Goes to Maine and
1: (laughs) goes to New England does some antiquing. Or is he like a bear? Does he hibernate? Does he, you know, get ready for, you know, eat a few of those cookies and get himself all cookied up and then hibernate? I don't know. I want to ask Santa Claus about that when he comes here in the studio. So that's what we have to do this morning. 7, 16, after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Well, I will say, I don't like to pat myself on the back, Mr. Slider and yourself. We called it on the Ohio issues yesterday.
2: Yeah, you more so than me, Howard. I thought I was more the so-called, can we say, expert on on the subject. Uh, I had them reversed. Uh, I really thought that the cannabis legalization would have been the one in the 60%. In fact, I thought it would be right around the 66. I missed by 10%. The Ohio voters legalized marijuana for adult
1: recreational use. We are the 24th state now to do so in the country, so... Half of America now has legalized marijuana for recreational usage.
2: I believe, I think I said this the other day, I believe this this law takes effect in 30 days, does it not? It does. Uh, I heard a little bit of noise about a repeal. And you know what? I would have perked up and maybe listened to that if Ohio would have been the first or the second state. But You just said it, Howard. Half of the nation is, uh, come on, get over it, people. You lost the vote. And this is, I mean, like it or not, I should say it's the wave of the
1: future. It is the wave of the now. This it is, is the, very you know, good, Howard. Now, you know, yes, it is, it's not the wave of the future. It's the wave of the now. Twenty, we are the twenty four Ohio, the twenty-fourth state to legalize uh, recreational marijuana for adult use, and. Uh, whatever the other states are, most of them will follow suit in the next handful of years.
2: I, well, that's where you and I are going to disagree again, because the first thing that hit me right between the eyes this morning, because I went to bed early last night. I got back on my cycle, Howard. I went to bed early. <laughs> and when I woke up, I kind of forgot about it being Election Day yesterday. And when I looked at the numbers, that 50, 56% told me it'll never end ever be legalized in the state of West Virginia because if it, it was that tight in Ohio with those big cities well it's never going to work here in West Virginia
1: ever you know we have uh, medicinal marijuana and that was a heavy lift getting that done what must have been 5 6 years ago um so it was
2: done different than other states you know you you would think that they would all copy Colorado or whoever did it the right way but you know even West Virginia pure and mighty West Virginia you know, it has to tinker with everything. It just ugh.
1: Well, I, I was—I don't know. I think we will have it, but I think you're right. West Virginia will be among the last to come along. I'm
2: sixty-one, Howard. Well, go to Ohio. <laughs> I'm going to Howard. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: So, uh, by the way, this is—you know—if you're asking Santa when he comes in about Christmas gifts, <laughs> you may now ask him
2: for. Uh... <laughs> See, I'm on that line, Howard. I don't—I don't want to go over the line. I don't know if, where Santa's view is on that. That's you know? a
1: good point. I don't know. Um, I, I anticipate, and I haven't heard this, but I anticipate, I, I don't know about a repeal, but I would expect somewhere along the way, you, before this takes effect in 30 days, you will see some kind of a legal challenge. Some group or legislators or Republican legislators or some other groups will file some kind of an action in the court. I don't know what their claim will be to try to stay this and say it wasn't a fair le- i I don't know what, but... I would expect, I would expect a legal efforts made to not let this happen.
2: So your opinion, in the state of Ohio, there will be an effort uh, to reverse this decision and there will be none? Nobody will touch the abortion issue? No, I
1: didn't say that. We're talking about marijuana right now. We are,
2: but they were both on the ballot yesterday. Yeah, I, and I, my I, question I, is, why would they target marijuana instead of what I would think of a, a bigger issue with the abortion issue?
1: Well, but I, at the moment, I'm not timed. I, I think they'll tackle abortion as well. I think abortion also will. We,
2: and we don't know. Again, I, I paid more the, attention to the, the marijuana. That's 30 days. How will the how will that work, January Howard?
1: 1st, abortion. The abortion amendment takes effect January
2: 1st. I got you. So what, a 30-day? 30, 30 no, no, not even. Yeah, about 30 days difference. I think they targeted December 7th, 30 days from yesterday. Well, seven, seven, yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. So... Um, the other thing to keep in mind, and why it will be easier to challenge the marijuana issue, and again, I'm taking, I'm trying to take them one by one. The marijuana issue was not a constitutional amendment; it was a revision to the state code. Well, there's my answer. So, what you could see, and what I would anticipate you would see, first place, I think you'll see somebody, some people challenging this, this, this vote itself. Probably won't succeed. They may try to delay it a little bit. I don't know. What I think you will see probably is maybe after the first of the year, the Ohio legislature, the Republican legislature, will then try to change the law because they can. This was changed by the voters, but it was just state code, so it can be revised by the legislature. So that's different. Now, the abortion issue, uh, a little bit different because the abortion issue, which also passed, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but over 60 percent, over 60 percent approved the, um, the abortion issue making abortion, re- reproductive rights, uh, contraception, uh, all of those things legal up to the age of viability, up to the uh, time of viability, um, which is to be determined by the doctor, by the way. If I understood the amendment as I read it, uh, it was a 41-page amendment. So <laughs> but, so it, was pa- it passed yesterday, uh, and now um, Ohio voters are among the first in the country to enshrine abortion access in the state constitution.
2: And will that show us Howard exactly what law is greater, more powerful, state law or federal law?
1: Well, I think this is an uh, I'm not I'm not sure that it's going to be a federal versus state law. I mean, no.
2: Well, me, what's what's the su- Supreme Court Supreme then? Court
1: says that there is no federal law. It's, it's all it's, it's entirely up to the states. This is what the Supreme Court wanted done. Supreme Court said there is no uh,
2: What's the word? There well, is no, they encouraged this to be a state issue.
1: Well, they said it, there, there is no such thing as a federal constitutional right to abortion. The, the U.S. Constitution does not guarantee the right to abortion, uh, right to privacy, as it was called. No, no such thing. That's what the Supreme Court said. Throw it out. However, the states can do it, and Ohio did. and so, um, and it And it does not surprise me. What this does show, what both of these do show, in my mind, Bob, when you get a, despite the fact that the legislature in Ohio is wildly, overwhelmingly right wing, radical, looney tune, all right? The lawmakers, the people are not. The people are not. And when you get a group of concerned people, concerned citizens, active people who want to see something done, and this is not, you know, I'm going to, you're going to hear that, oh, it's nothing but the, nothing but pot smokers who did that. These numbers are enough that, this is—it's not across the board, but people of all stripes and sizes and ages and groups and philosophies voted for both of these.
2: That's why I thought the number would be bigger. Not that it was going to overwhelmingly encourage all the dopers to come out and support this. I thought it would be the common sense people that you just said, Howard, that look at it as a way to uh, a tax revenue or, or a uh, observation of man. We're changing with the times. This is not 1950.
1: It is interesting to me, and I don't have the numbers again. I, I apologize. I, I thought I printed everything out. I don't. I don't have the numbers here in front of me exactly. The abortion issue passed by a larger margin than did the marijuana issue, which is kind of weird to me, um, that given the, the state of politics and the state of abortion in Ohio and elsewhere, I would have expected the abortion issue to be a harder-fought one and marijuana to be kind of like, again, I think, I, honestly, I think most people have kind of said, oh, in, in, recreational marijuana, it's just, it's the way of the world anymore. Uh, so I was surprised to see people said, abortion, okay, but more people said, marijuana, not so okay. At least those are my thoughts on that Uh If any of you have thoughts on it, please text me or call me. The Frio Stack auction service line is open and is available, 304-232-8255 or 304-214-1600.
2: That's John McCabe. I don't know how you want to work this, Howard,
1: but we have John John on the line. I'll take John real quick. Good morning, Mr. McCabe.
4: Morning, Howard. Hey, I just wanted to uh, uh, slightly correct, because I know I texted you that last night on the difference between the issue one and issue two in the votes, Interestingly enough, I got up this morning and was looking at the numbers, and they're almost exactly the same. Both margins were like fifty-seven, forty-three. The vote counts are within, you know, maybe ten, twenty thousand votes uh, either way. So it is interesting in the end that it kind of evened out on both issues.
1: Okay, because I haven't seen the numbers this. I haven't seen the numbers for abortion this this morning. I saw fifty-seven, forty-three for marijuana. And I didn't. Yeah, it's fifty-seven
4: forty-three for that one as well.
1: So okay, so almost identical. What's it tell you? John? Yeah, really
4: neat though. What does this tell you? Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I'm I'm not sure. I I think what it says is that a couple things in Ohio, the General Assembly went too far in its limitation of abortion. You mm-hmm. know, they had done a measured approach like other states did of a reasonable amount of time for uh, you know if a woman needed an abortion this probably wouldn't have been such a big issue but they went to the far extreme and said none at all so this is kind of the backlash from that that people don't like government telling them what they can and can't do especially when it comes to your own body right um you know the marijuana issue i think is is kind of a no-brainer you know half the country now that i was the 24th state out of 50 to have a legalized recreational marijuana ordinance now. Um, and, you know, so uh, as, as governments are, you know, always looking for new sources of tax revenue, this is an easy one in my mind for the state of Ohio. They'll, you know, they'll garner some tax revenue. Now, I think what's going to be interesting with this marijuana issue um, and as this law goes into effect is how counties in our area, I was looking this morning through some of our local results county results unofficial of course you know almost all of our counties and you know what you think of as the rural counties voted against both issue one and issue two so will we see cities like st clairsville uh martin's ferry etc that do have of course uh authority to to impose their own ordinances to not allow marijuana dispensaries within their town Mm -hmm. for recreational you know will they enact bans on on those so that that way if there's one in belmont county it has to be somewhere out in you know outside of the city limits of uh, St. Clair'sville or something. Well, I, think, I think that'll be kind of the next interesting step there.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see a variety of ways made to water this down, impossible by those who opposed it to begin with. Uh, yeah. it, it may come in the form of, um, of, I don't know what kind of court challenge, but I can envision some court challenges. I'm not sure what, but I could see them coming. Uh, it may be in the form, as you say, of individual cities and municipalities and, and even townships may be saying, OK, it's legal, but not here. We won't let dispensaries be here. Um, and I could see because it was only a change of the state code, I could see at some point legislators themselves trying to revise the state code again. So yeah. uh, be, unlike the uh, of the issue one, which was a constitutional amendment, this one is a little bit trickier in terms of guaranteeing it stays in effect. But I'm like you. And I think Bob agrees with this. This is just—it's de rigueur anymore. Look, I mean, I'm sorry. This is—we've gone past the days of reefer madness, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, it, yeah. it is a—it is a. First of all, it's a financial issue. It's an economic development issue. The—I mean, you look at Colorado, and I don't have the numbers in front of me now. I did earlier in the week. You know, the amount of money they make is tremendous. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a pretty pretty big pretty big selling point for something like this. But it is interesting. And you
4: know all. Yeah. And you don't know, really, you think about Colorado all of the concerns when that first happened, you know, you don't really hear a lot of, I mean, I'm sure there are negatives that, that, you know, uh, sit around that, but you know, you go to Colorado and and it's really not, they don't, it's not in your face. You know, you, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's just become part of part of the landscape there for the dispensaries and everything else. And, you know, um, you really don't hear a lot of the the downsides, you know, uh, so I'm not, you know, it's not me advocating for it one way or the other, But, you know, when that that passed, everyone said, oh, you know, they're going to have all this, you know, this issue and that issue. And you really don't hear that. So if it's happening, it's definitely getting, uh, you know, being kept quiet. Well, one thing we'll
1: be watching for, of course, in Ohio, because uh, a number of law enforcement groups opposed issue two, uh, saying that, you know, essentially we'll have more car crashes and more trouble on the roads and so on and so forth. It'll be interesting to see. Give us six months or whatever, and then look at some numbers and see if that is indeed the fact. Yep. All right, John, I appreciate it. We'll talk about that. Not and uh, in a minute, I'm going to talk about the, the homeless thing. So when we get together on Friday, homeless will be back on our roundtable as well. So, yes, sure.
4: Yes, that, very much.
1: Thanks for your help today. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Newspaper editor John McCabe. All right, so he brought me up to speed there. I didn't have the number. So 57, 43, both, and, places,
2: both you know, places. I was watching CB uh, CBS here, News, and I, I thought it was 60% too, Howard. I don't know where they got those numbers too, but they broke it down. Ohio, like, broke it down uh, who voted which way, and I, I thought it was in the 60% too. But said to you
1: yesterday that early voting numbers were very strong. A lot of early voting and registration for early voting leaned heavily Democratic. So it was kind of a little little canary in the coal mine on what was likely to happen. Uh, 7.30 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Quick break, back in a minute or so, right after that.
3: Are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection? Find out if you would lose any property by calling Tom McIntyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at McIntyreLaw.com. Tom has helped thousands of people in our area. He can answer these questions for you. Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference.
1: Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and
4: contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry
1: here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information,
4: call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Get 11% off everything, now at Menards. When it comes to protecting your home, your roof is the first line of defense. Owens Corning shingles are the number one brand trusted by contractors. Get ultimate protection with a limited lifetime warranty and up to 130 miles per hour wind warranty. Right now. All Owens Corning shingles are 11% off. Good through November 5th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply.
0: See store for details. Save big
3: money at the night.
0: Live from the Robinson Auto Group studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
1: second to listen to this to realize what we were doing here one coke over the line all right it's 7 32 to the hour here watchdog morning show uh frio stack auction service text line uh, issue two passed in ohio now tons of money coming into the state um Gosh, 250 million is that is that about the numbers i i, I don't rem- i had the numbers in, in before i don't have them now but
2: uh, more than a buck Yeah, I mean, it'll profit, especially, uh, I think we see a lot of folks crossing the river, Howard. Uh, Yes,
1: on issue one, the hardest decision a woman can make is not yours to decide, says the texter. 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Santa Claus coming in next hour. Oh, of course.
2: Uh, Morning, Abe. How did you know that, Bob? I can tell by the discouragement on your face, Howard. (laughs) Mr.
1: Monroe, dear Santa... Please bring a victory for the most qualified candidate for Wheeling Mayor, Denny Magruder. Signed. He doesn't sign it, Abe. Signed. Anti-woke scooter one-way traffic diversity drag queen voters of Wheeling. In one big swoop. Got them all. Good morning, Abe. (laughs) Good morning, Abe. Uh, Text line. As long as people make money, that's what matters. Right, Howard? Um. No, but it's it's a it's a, it is something important. It does. It's going to bring a lot of money into the state. Ohio is great. West Virginia would be even
2: greater because we really need more money. And they sell marijuana every day in Elm Grove. It's a different issue, but you it's have to for, go in there. And, for, they med- don't give it away. You have to go in there and buy it. Medicinal
1: purposes only. Remember that. Remember when. Uh, the, the video machines were for amusement yes. only. Yes. Says, uh, said right there on the machine, didn't it, Howard?
2: Right, exactly. Uh,
1: looking back on the track for a little green bag. Okay. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, anything else here off the text line? You can use the Frio Stack Ox Service text line 304-214-1600. Uh, two other quick stories, um, and we'll get into these more in depth tomorrow. Uh, Wheeling Council did pass that uh, ban on public camping basically a ban on the homeless sleeping out last night. They did do it with an amendment that uh, there will be a managed camp, one managed camp. Otherwise, there's no public camping, no sleeping outside at night by the homeless. Um, they did not define what that managed camp is, and that's what concerns me. I am, I am all for the concept of a managed camp. I think it's a smart approach to banning the, the camping just willy-nilly wherever they want to go set it in one particular place. I think the council should have determined where that place was and what the rules and regulations were going to be as part of the amendment. I believe they're leaving it up to Bob Heron. Now, since I have a lot of faith and trust in Bob Heron, I'm going to assume it will turn out to be about as good as you can get. But still, still council did pass that. Rosemary Ketchum had said um, at the last meeting she was not going to vote for this, and she did not, and Mary Elliott did not vote for this. Mary Elliott was one of the two who voted against it. Uh, we will talk with uh, maybe the mayor tomorrow. Well, actually, maybe not, because his dad died. Maybe uh, Rosemary tomorrow to talk about this issue a little bit more here on the show. And just very quickly, there was a possible, there is a possible settlement reached in that lawsuit of the Southern Regional Jail, the one we've been talking about a lot lately, where inmates are being abused. The guards have beaten up on inmates. They've admitted that. They pled guilty to it. Um, And where they've been trying to get information out of the governor and his team and they're not giving it to him. We've discussed that quite a good bit over the last few days. Uh, There are reports. Lori Kersey from the West Virginia Watch says there is a possum settlement reached and there will be a discussion about it in court tomorrow. So just want to put those things uh, on the table for you. 7.36, 24 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's bring you up to speed on all the Ohio Valley headlines. Taylor Long has that.
5: Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 8th. Ohio's general election has come to a close and the results are in. Two of the items on the ballots were issues 1 and 2. Issue 1 would ensure access to abortion and other forms of reproductive health care, while issue 2 would legalize recreational marijuana use throughout the state. The results are in. The Ohio voters have approved the constitutional amendment to enshrine abortion access statewide It's the latest victory for abortion rights supporters since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. Ohio became the seventh state where voters decided to protect abortion access after the landmark ruling, and that was the only state to consider a statewide abortion rights question this year. Meanwhile, issue two was also approved by Ohio voters, and that means recreational marijuana will become legal across the Buckeye State. This defies Republican legislative leaders who had failed to pass the proposed law. Passage of Issue 2 makes Ohio the 24th state to allow adult cannabis use for non-medical purposes. And in Jefferson County, it appears to be a history-making election in one local village. Results indicate that Judy Ruckman will be the next mayor of Mingo Junction. She defeated the current Councilman Mark Baker and former Councilman Patrick Murphy to become the first-ever female mayor elected in the village. Ruckman won the nearly 45% of the vote. She says one of her top priorities will be to clean up and revitalize the downtown area. And over in Toronto, Clark Crago has defeated Democrat Maureen Howard in the race for Toronto's first ward seat. Clark Crago won the election with 292 of the total votes, while Howard only had 125. It was a wide margin of victory at 70% to 30%. And over to Belmont County, where the people of St. Clairsville have elected to keep Mayor Catherine Tallman in office for another term. For a full look at all the election results, we have those at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you
2: since 1987 liberty distributors has been one of the state's leading suppliers of quality commercial print paper janitorial supplies custom packaging and shipping materials liberty has made customer focus and care the first rule of business we also focus on being environmentally conscious by offering a complete and certified line of green products visit LibertyDistributors.com for a full view of our product catalog now, with our 20,000 products, training videos, and more. Liberty Distributors, serving the entire Ohio Valley for 30 years.
5: With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota safety sense. Or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before. With hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine.
1: trying to be so good I think a little bit here
0: this stone you just like they said they would yesterday this stone you
1: bumper music yesterday home. was the uh, bumper music of the states
0: they'll
1: they'll trying to see if I can see a theme here this morning but i would not
0: feel so all
1: alone I did one poke over the line
0: hey. Yes, um, what are you I'm sure, I'm sure
1: you have something in mind here, Bob. I, I, it's hard for me to, to... My mind's a little fuzzy this morning. I
2: see that. Well, if this one doesn't give it away, I'm sure the next one will.
1: <laughs> All right. Frio Stack auction service text line open and available 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Uh, money makes the world go round. Again, I'm not sure what the point of that is, but it does. I mean, It does. You know, I, I, I'm one of these ones who think that too many people spend too much time worrying about too much money, but we all need some money, and the more money our states have, the better they can do. Well, if they are run by smart elected officials who are willing to help the citizens, money does make the world go round. I Again, a second comment on that. I just don't know what that uh, what the point of that is, whether it's a good point or a bad point. Um <laughs> Howard, I hear they're going to feed the animals of the zoo with the deer they kill. Yeah, no, I don't believe that to be the case. I, I drove up yesterday to the uh, Ogilvy Park. Uh, curious to see if you could see anything. The deer kill is underway. We're halfway through uh, two days. One more day today is the last day of the deer kill up at Ogilvy. Um, I did not see anything, you know, like there was no barbed wire fence or giant, you know, I didn't, I didn't see any signs or symptoms of the uh, bow hunting being underway. Uh, in the big field where the deer often hang out, uh, what did they say they called that? Remember somebody called us, and that was the, it was called some kind of field.
2: Observatory, maybe?
1: It, well, it is the observatory, but there's some other name somebody had for it. But in that field, there were three or four, maybe five, six deer. But keep in mind, that field is now filled with the giant lighted dinosaurs for a festival of light. So there's no, there, it, whether the deer kill was underway or not, there wouldn't be dinosaur in that field because... And that's going to be deer in that field because they don't, they have nowhere to really hang out there. And
2: I think that's another d- direction you could point where the, the the park really messed things up. Because look, Ogilvy Park, how many acres is it? It's a big place. To me, that's the only area where you could walk up to a deer and he wouldn't run. Those deer have become the problem. I don't think that's the case down in Camp Russell or on those golf courses. Well, oh,
1: Bob, you you haven't been up there for a while.
2: Those deer come to the car, Howard, to the, the field. The, I'm Bob, talking the Bob about. the deer. I know you're the, talking about. That's a way the all the way throughout the park. Absolutely.
1: When really? we drive, we drive down towards the swimming pool. We drive uh, up past the uh, Palmer course and the, the, the field. They come walking right out of the golf course and come right up to come literally come to your car window and Wow, you know, it has no. gotten bad, Dan. It, no. There is nowhere where I have seen any deer. And again, Nancy and I drive that three or four, five, six times a week. There is nowhere in the park that I have seen deer be anything other than completely accepting of, of vehicles and of people and being attained.
2: See, the place that I go the most where all those big oak trees are up towards uh, 88. And those bucks, those deer, again, they're coming from both sides of the road. They're still skittish. You know, they'll stand there and eat as long as you stay in your car. But if you get out of their car, they take off.
1: I have, again, I'm not saying there aren't, but I have, no matter where in the park we go, uh, deer come up. Well, that's because, as I tell Teddy, they like me. The deer know me; they like. That's me. just Howard. They like. You might him. have something to eat for. Us. I tell you, I fight with Teddy all the time. I, I roll the window down and go, "Hello, dear, it's Granddad." And Teddy gets so mad he goes, "They don't know who Granddad is. They don't know who Granddad is." So, anyway, but no, uh, it's not just that one field, Bob. I, believe me, I'm speaking from daily experience. Everywhere that I go in the park, uh, they're they're as tame as could be. They come literally right up to your window and sometimes uh, knock on the window, you know, with their like knock knock with their nose. Hello, we're here. So, but I couldn't really see any activity. I didn't see any carcasses. I didn't see any uh, trucks with carcasses in them. I didn't see any guys with bows. I didn't see. I didn't see anything, uh, which I guess maybe is good. Well, let's talk about the weather. Adam Fike is here from the Big Seven WTRF TV. You didn't go bow hunting for deer yesterday, did you, Adam?
3: I did not. I'm not a. I'm not a big hunter. I'm more of a fisher than a hunter.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Well, it would really be kind of foolish to go fishing for deer, so that's. I'm glad you didn't go. Then that's that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my that be my technique. I think I'll go fishing for deer. You know, the deer would go.
0: Oh, this guy's dumber than the rest of us.
1: Uh, listen, uh, looks like a, looks like a, It's a cold morning this morning, but it's going to warm up today, right?
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, at least it looks nice to start the morning. Yeah, it's cold. We're in the 30s, but we should start to quickly warm up now that the sun's out. Most of us, I would say like the past couple of days that that we're going to get into that mid-60 range. So anywhere from like 63 up to 68 is where we're going to sit today.
1: I don't know what the temperature reached yesterday, but it was a pretty nice day yesterday. Slider, you got your grass cut.
2: Adam, I surely did. I did everything in one swoop yesterday. It was really, really nice. Uh, You inspired me, sir. Thank you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, I think we got up to 68 at least here in Wheeling. Not sure about the other areas, but at the airport, it was 68.
1: We pushing close to that today?
3: Just, I would say, just about the same spot south of I seventy. We'll get into the upper sixties. I mean, right now St. Mary says it could be seventy-two, but as cool as sixty-three in Steubenville. So, going to be a bit of a range, but still as warm as yesterday. Just a little bit of extra sunshine.
1: Now, tomorrow we start a couple of days worth of rain, right?
3: Only one day though. Tomorrow it's just in the morning, and then we're done. Okay. There was initially rain chances for today but that warm front ended up getting pushed a little further north and quicker than expected. So anything we're seeing in the way of rain is just across eastern Indiana and western Ohio and stays there. So we stay dry today, only chance for rain though comes for our day tomorrow before lunchtime. Uh,
1: and uh, you said earlier that it could be a, a significant rain on Thursday. Still feeling that way?
3: Only only spotty rain showers
1: okay just spotty rain And it's not
3: going to be nothing that's going to be super widespread nothing that's going to be super heavy it's just going to be those steady moderate showers at most
1: well then into the weekend on friday the rain is gone by friday
3: rain is gone by lunchtime on thursday and then we're slowly clearing out throughout the day friday so by the time i say we get to dinner time on friday i'll call that 5 p.m because my dinner's technically three (laughs) PM. okay by sun let's I'll say sunset then. By sunset, we'll be back to sunshine. We'll stay sunshine through the weekend, beginning of next week. We're just going to notice our temperatures back into the 50s.
1: All right. Uh, right now, it is cool. 40 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 35 at the Highlands. 33 in Elm Grove. And 37, is that right, Bob? Here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley?
2: 37.
1: 37 degrees. So, yeah, it def- definitely wear a little light jacket or something this morning. But it will warm up and turn into a... Another very nice day, Adam. I appreciate your time this morning. You sure you're not going to go bow hunting today?
3: I'm I'm too nice of a person. I can't I can't kill.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, me neither. I I you I know, I, I support the need to do this, but you wouldn't see me out there, you know, shooting Bambi. I would cry. All right, Adam. I appreciate it. Thanks for your uh, thanks for your call, see you, Adam. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Seven forty eight. A dozen till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I couldn't. I know you're a hundred, Bob, but you would tell me, and I. I don't even disagree that it's part of nature and you know nothing wrong. But I I couldn't I couldn't shoot a deer with well, bow, bow or bow or gun.
2: You could if uh, you didn't have respects. Or I don't think you would give up being a meat eater. I think you would learn that <laughs> yes, I have to because I'm hungry. Uh, maybe I might learn to go for the plants. You Howard Monroe, seven days a week, no meat. Well, you know I've had a, I had
1: a salad this week. You did. I did. You know. I'd, had some ham in it, but I mean, I...
2: <laughs> my point was Howard, no, I th- they kill beef, they kill you know chicken, they kill just about. Well,
1: again, my point is, I'll eat the beef.
2: Just don't want to watch them. My kill.
1: point is, I absolutely, I am in support of the deer call. They've got to deal with this problem of only part. I am not one of those ones who. Oh no, you can't kill. I'm just saying, me, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, if if it got down to feeding myself, I'd be calling you Bob. I need you to go get me a deer. <laughs> yeah, and I know
2: you. we all have limitations. I couldn't help deliver a baby. I'd be laying there beside the expecting mother. I, I know my limitations also, Howard.
1: 10 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. We've got Slider on Sports coming up. A few more texts are coming in. The 304-214-1600. Uh, issue 1 and Issue 2 in Ohio both passed yesterday, uh, both by about the same margin, according to John McKay, 5743. Significant margins. And um, about what I expected, to be honest with you. Uh, But two highly controversial issues, and uh, the Buckeye State put them now into effect. We'll talk more about that later on if we have a chance. Probably not today, tomorrow. Uh, Also, Wheeling Council uh, passes the public camping ban. I know we'll talk about that tomorrow here on the show. um, Because in the next few minutes, we'll do slider on sports, a couple of odds and ends. And then next hour, Santa Claus is coming right here in the studio. Are you ready for him? I'm ready, Howard. I mean, he's going to be here, and we're going to find out how he's been doing the past year and what things are going to be going on in the Ohio Valley this year that the jolly old one is going to be around. So Santa Claus is coming to town and coming to the Watchdog in the next hour. But Slider is coming up
0: next. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's, only on the Watchdog. Why?
5: Looking to buy or sell a home for a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years? Contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250.
1: The Highlands Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70.
0: Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine.
3: Well, you can smoke it, you can chew it, you can really try to do it. Smoking pot. (laughs) In a song, How
1: long did it take be 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 you to come
2: up with all these songs let's
1: for bumper music? Let's let's music. To be honest with me.
2: Not very long, Howard. You'd be shocked what's out there on YouTube. You just got to come up with a... A get, theme, you have to it's get the, there. You get the theme, and you'll. <laughs> and there's a lot of dope smoking uh, music out there.
1: All righty then. Seven fifty two, eight before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Phone lines open, and the Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304 When Ohio from the text line, when Ohio is growing, West Virginia will be left behind again. Very, Sadly, very I, smart. I believe that uh, to be true. Uh, Sean Fluarty posted something similar to that.
2: Yep, they should have listened to Sean. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Mr. Slider, it's your turn. Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. It was a hockey night in Pittsburgh last night. Well, it was a real late hockey night. The Penguins are still on the West Coast. Pittsburgh shuts out the Anaheim Ducks 2 to nothing. The Penguins lost goaltender Tristan Jari late in the second period after a, a collision in the goal crease. Jari's head snapped back, and it appeared he was hit up high with the puck. The Penguin goalie immediately crumbled to the ice, and as he left for the locker room, it looked like he was cut near his right eye. He did not return to the game. Sidney Crosby gave the Penguins a 2-0 lead after scoring an empty net goal late in the third period. The Penguins will remain in California. They play the Kings tomorrow night in Los Angeles, Puck drops 10 30 Eastern Time. After two rounds, the Ohio School Ohio High School football playoffs continue this weekend. Division four, Region 15, Steubenville will face in man, Howard, I've been practicing this all morning. I'm let's, gonna screw let's this. Let's see off. how you do. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> Let me take a breath. <clears throat> Division pump, pump. four, Region fifteen, Steubenville will face off against Grenadin. Hutton, Indian Valley. Let me Grenadan. do it again. Grenaden Hutton. Grenaden Hutton Indian Valley. Where was you this morning when I was rehearsing, Howard?
1: <laughs> and I don't know why I know that, but I actually do know Grenadan. that.
2: Grenaden Hutton Indian Valley. It's pretty simple once you know how to how to say it there. And that game will be played in St. Clairsville, Division Five, Region 19, Barnesville will meet Wheelersburg. That game will be at Hamilton Township High School Alumni Stadium. Division 7, Region 27, River will play Reedsville Eastern. That game is at Zanesville High School. And then it will be Caldwell versus Waterford at Mc- McConnellsville Morgan High School. All of those games will be played on Friday night. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.55. It is five before the hour here on
1: the Watchdog Morning Show. Gonna be a cool morning stay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's wrong? Just like just like on Christmas Eve, I swear I hear something scratching and moving out outside there. Should I call security? I don't I don't think so. I think it I think it may be maybe Santa Claus has arrived already. You know I, he comes we don't I don't see him when he comes on Christmas Eve but sometimes I hear him I think I'm hearing him out there well he'll be coming in here and joining us uh, coming up in the uh, in the next hour of the show uh coming up uh, on statewide talk line today at 1006 Hoppy Kirchival. man he stole my guest I was gonna have this guy on tomorrow Mark Curtis coming on from uh, next Star media uh, he'll be on with Hoppy. To uh, talk about the Justice family business, unpaid bills, and some court actions. I actually going to have uh, Mark come on this week talking about uh, Trump. Brad McElhenney will be on to talk about the PEIA money uh, issues that are pending. Uh, what else we got? Danny Jones, you asked about Danny Jones. I think recently, where's been Danny?
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's always on with Hoppy.
1: Former Charleston Mayor Danny Jones uh, will be uh, on with Hoppy today at 10:45. What else we got? Uh, t- t- you
2: know, Howard, the, the guest I'd like to get. My friend Dale
1: E from the WVA will be on as well.
2: Go ahead. The, uh, the guest that I think would be super, maybe more for me than you. But uh, you know he does a lot in the state of West Virginia. But is Chris Lawrence. I'd really like to talk to Chris, who does a great uh, Saturday West Virginia outdoor show uh, from seven to eight here on the Watchdog Network. He just seems like a really cool guy. I believe
1: he was entered into the West Virginia Broadcasters Hall of Fame this year. Well, it gets
2: my vote, Howard. Can I vote on that or? Well, no. But can you vote, Howard? I can do that. <laughs> Make sure you vote for Chris <laughs> because I am.
1: Uh, I am a broadcaster Hall of Fame uh, inductee. Um, yeah, Chris is. He, there is nobody more down to earth than Chris Lawrence, right? I mean, he's a very good newsman, very sharp guy. Sounds I mean,
2: like a good old boy to me, but, Howard.
1: You know, you could put him. Well, he, he comes on before the good old boys, but you could mix him up with the good old boys, couldn't you? I mean, he Chris Lawrence. He's just he just sounds like a good old boy. Um, so one of these, I'll get Chris to come on one of these days and talk about. Uh, you know what, what? Should have got him on talk about the deer kill.
2: Yeah, I would like to because he he knows what's going on. I'm sure uh, I, I would have liked to have heard his opinion, Howard.
1: Tomorrow on the show, we're going to talk to Randy Chamberlain. Randy is a former uh, well, a former businessman in Moundsville. Now he's retired. He is a current city councilman, and um, he used to write a column for the Moundsville Echo called um, "Around the Mound." It was just little 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 tidbits about things happening in Moundsville, uh, and he's compiled several of those. Into a little book available at Christmas time called Around the Mound. I've had a chance to skim through it. He saved the best for last because Randy used to be a big-time rock and roll disc jockey back in the days of the Good Guys at WK. And actually, he was on this radio station 1370 for years. And um, he saved the best for last. His final uh, segment in that book is all about his days as a uh, rock and roll radio disc jockey. We will talk about all of that stuff and talk about Moundsville. Tomorrow morning here on the show, Randy Chamberlain will join us. Plus, we'll follow up on the homeless issues and a few other things. Right now, it's just about 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. ABC covers the world for us, and then uh, Santa Claus, I think, is going to come in and join us in the next hour of the show. We'll talk to Santa about what he's been doing, what he does in his off time. Is he all ready for the busy season? It's about to start, about to get started for... uh, the christmas season festival of lights kicks off this week tomorrow as a matter of fact will the deer be there for the festival of lights i don't know Will, will, will they put maybe they maybe if they're smart they'll put lights on their antlers and people think
2: they're part of the display huh? everybody be quiet you might spook them <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly all of that and more coming up in the next hour of the show well santa claus is going to be here next hour if you want to text in to santa claus you can we're not going to do what you want for christmas not, he'll get enough of that later but if you have any questions for Santa, text them in 304 214 1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service text line. 8 o'clock ABC covering the world next.
3: some Words here, but I forgot them because I smoked too much pot. Pot, pot. I went to Lollapalooze, and everybody out there was smoking pot. Pot, I saw blind melon and
0: the red eye. Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WK.